You are now rocking with the Bunt, the People's Podcast, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans. I would probably wear this jacket on my way to have tea and crumpets on a beautiful Monday morning. I feel vibrant, elegant, exquisite. Van's brand new drill chore coat is made tough for routine destruction. Y'all know skateboarding ain't no joke, and this classic coat will withstand all the abuse a skater can throw its way while keeping the timeless aesthetic of the chore coat's blue-collar beginnings. You don't have to believe us if you don't want, but take it from Gilbert Crockett himself. The chore coat is consistent and versatile, he says, and would have to be his favorite type of jacket ever. Gilbert's a smart guy because, yo, this thing might be my favorite coat too, eh? <laughs> Pro-built for skateboarding, the drill chore coat is upgraded with storm cotton to repel water and Teflon treated to protect fabric and keep you dry. Who other than Vans would deliver a coat like this? Off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. Drop that bitch. <laughs> y'all another week here in studio we pop in right off yo might i say we got a bit of a barn burner on our hands shit yo it's the ghost i got d jones with me you know Antoine is behind the scenes it's a cool thing bro what's popping this week already the fifth episode of season eight time is flying by and one thing's for sure man you can always guarantee a barn burner at the bunt this week we got bradley shepherd in the building big time interview with the big homie then it's over to the post office got ourselves a voice note this week and then we wrapping it up in the rundown nba trade deadline season and i hear there's a brand new football league popping up yeah crickets man you know what time it is it's the season of giving Last week, our CHPO brand contest had a skill testing question. Name the two things that the Nuge and Russell Westbrook have in common, and what were they? Southern California and Oklahoma City. You dig? Hey, man, it's that easy. Another winner out there. Diamonds on their wrist. Hater blockers covering their eyes. We got another one this week, and it's an easy one. It's another race. You know what time it is. Head over to CHPO brand. We bring in back the original contest. Race over to chpobrand.com and find our logo hidden on the website. Bro, you might have some diamonds showing up in the mail real soon. First person, just drop the screenshot to the buntlive at gmail.com and you're going to have yourself your very own CHPO brand box. It's a movement out here, man. Everyone's trying to get blinged up. Can't blame them, dog. And while you're at it, make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Like us on Facebook at The Bunt. Send in them emails and voice notes to TheBuntLive at gmail.com and get yourself featured on the post office. Theo Banks, where you at, brother? Looking for you, dog. If you're not familiar with Bradley Shepard, shame on you. I mean, if you're Canadian, you know who he is. Legend in the game. Hailing from the West Coast. You know this man's been putting out parts for years. Did his thing for Zero, America, uh, you know, brief little stint on Palace. Shouts to Tori. Real brief. Uh, but more importantly, now Jenny Skateboard's popping. Go peep their Instagram website. Support Canadian skating, you know what I'm saying? The man is a supreme talent scout, picking Mitch Barrett out of the thousands of skaters he could have chosen from. It's an honor to have Brad in the building. Real talk, real talk. Should we pop off this interview? Only one thing left to do, man. Ha. <laughs> yeah, let me hit the fridge, grab a couple steamies, you know what I'm saying? That good old green can. Canada's premium pilsner. The only y'all we got a good old canadian boy bradley shepherd in the building take two what's going on baby 
How much are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> We're straight chilling, man. So we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite sports moment and your favorite skate moment. Uh, goalie fights. Fucking sports moment. It's goalie fights. Any goalie fight. That's what fucking does it for you? Ron Hextall. Just charging, charging the other goalie, just wanting to go for it. <laughs> Not particularly the best fighter, but he ain't scared to mix it up, that's for sure. And what do you got for uh, favorite skate moment? Um, favorite skate moment. Let's say fucking watching Muska crooked grind the handrail at my local park with a boombox and a backpack on. That was pretty dope. What? Dude, uh, that's a legendary I was clip. sitting like right there and like, and it was like, he was just like fucking zeked out of his mind. And like, he's just like <laughs> skating the rail, like so casually, everybody, like Jim Greco and like all these pros were like skating the rail. And it's like, Muska just like blasts a cricket crying. And then it like ended up being in like Tony Hawk pro skater or whatever. Yeah, that's an, it's pretty yeah. sweet. Wow, that was There's the best clip. That. that was a good one. I didn't know that went down in Canada. Yeah, it was at my local park. Um, speaking of your local park, where did you grow up skating? What's the story? Uh, I grew up in White Rock, BC, just outside of Vancouver, by the border. And uh, yeah, I kind of just got into skating through my cousin. He was doing, he was doing like pop shove it, and I was like, holy shit, what the hell is that? Like. <laughs> It's fucking, I want to do that. And uh, he told me Lance Mountain went to his high school, and I was like, cool. Like, <laughs> I don't know who that is, but he sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he said Lance Mountain went to his actual school? He, or he, says, just... he said Lance Mountain went to a school, and his buddy knows Rick McCrank. I remember him saying that. I was like, okay, like <laughs> two <I know laughs> two heavy hitters, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, I got science class with Lance Mountain. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that was pretty sweet. But yeah, I didn't even know who they were. So at the time, so whatever. Yeah, that's all it takes, man. You see one guy skating, and then before you know it, it's your whole life. Yeah. So what was your first big break in the skate industry, man? A uh, big break, uh, I guess, getting on America. Mm-hmm through time bomb distribution good old boys there judah judah oaks and dave bernie were hooking it up and after the first board count video came out they saw my vid and i don't know i've been riding for them ever since Pretty just knew it was undeniable man yo that's what's up shout out judah and bernie yeah good old boys couple of bosses so how long you been on america now fuck i don't even know i want to say 15 years maybe <sighs> put safe it a shame i'm so bad with like dates i don't know <laughs> that's did a you, legendary did run did you get the package deal or just america just america Woo. that's Fuck rare the chest baby <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up that's what yeah. we like to hear around here so you mentioned board kennel what was it like taking over the shop back in the day with the good homie tori goodall yeah it was good it was, um tori was I met Tori through Rob Butterfield when we f started filming for Baby Steps, and Tori was just like super into the idea of like getting into like buying into a store and running it and doing all that stuff, and it just kind of happened like through that. And Tori like moved to White Rock, and we just took it over from the original owner. The previous owner was just doing his own thing, and he wanted to kind of get out of it. He wanted us to like he wanted me and to kind of take over it and it just kind of happened naturally like i had been working there for so long and we just we were good buddies so he didn't want to like sell it and he didn't want it to like give it to some random or like sell it off you know like to some random and he kind of wanted to just me to take over take it over so it just it just worked it was good nice yeah so while you were on america you were also riding for zero we hear you once got kicked out of the van by Adrian Lopez. Yeah. You want to give us the rundown on that story? <laughs> well, fucking, <laughs> like, I get on zero, or well, like, getting boards from zero, and so I'm like, I close the shop at Board Kennel, and then I, like, go down to California, and I want to, like, go skate, and fucking, I end up staying at Black Box for some reason, because at the time there was, like, a, they had, like, a, 
you know, like a bunkhouse kind of, you could skate, and they had mm-hmm. a skate park, and and all that shit, and you can kind of just come and go as you please, which was pretty rad, like, there was always people there, and, and Sheldon was there at the time, so I was bros with him, and, like, we were just, I was staying there for a bit, and just kind of cruising around, and, uh, but, like, I didn't have a fucking car at the time, so I'm just, like, skating this park every day, and I was there for, like, a month, and I'm just, like, kind of at the mercy of Pat Burke, like, he's the only yeah. one who has a car, and I'm, like, driving around with him or whoever has a car and just trying to skate and one of the filmers eric was just like just come skate with me one day or something come and hop in the van and so i like hop in the van and and i'm like i just i just want to go fucking street skate or something you know like Mm -hmm. get out there and there's like 10 people in this fucking like white van or whatever and like going to skate and i'm like sitting in the back and i'm just like whatever like let's fucking whatever and then like this guy joey the photographer is just like yeah brad you're gonna have to sit this one out or something and like calls me out i'm like what like okay so i just like (laughs) so i just like awkwardly like yeah dude it's cool whatever and i just like hop over the fucking back seat so i didn't have to like climb through everybody and like yeah and i'm like all right peace whatever and then I'm like that was fucking weird and then later i heard that lopez was like bummed that i was like on his sesh like, oh, oh my. no it's like what like i don't give a fuck like i'm not gonna like go harsh as mellow while he's yeah. you know what i mean like that's crazy whatever <laughs> and then and then the next day i think like joey and like ryan bobier was like they felt bad for me or something that I got kicked out of the van, so they like took me, <laughs> like tricked me street skating or whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever. Damn, <laughs> it, was it, was so, it was so stupid. Whatever. Adrian Lopez didn't want you to leak his next uh, backlip on an eight stair rail. Holy shit, man! Right. <laughs> what did Adrian do to you? Kicked you out of the van too? Dude, fuck him! Like, that's, that was that was lame. Like I can't of believe. Of course, he, yeah. I can't believe he did that. Like you kick a fucking skater out of the van out of like ten. Like we're one going, guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh what? Like I'm gonna like one up you? You know? Like on your fucking <laughs> back lip on whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck that. Uh, he didn't do anything to me but yeah that's we gotta have our canadian boys back oh obviously come on lopez that's a twisted move man yo i like adrian lopez like he's rad skater but oh me too me too fuck it you know that's a funny story that's That's a shit i mean it'd be shitty at the time it's funny story now oh it was hella awkward it was fucking (laughs) that's (laughs) twisted just picks one guy so stupid. I thought he, I thought the story was gonna be that like there wasn't enough seats for everyone. Nah, and then he, he needed that seat to get in the van. But holy fuck, that's weird, right? That's yeah. really weird. That's cold. Yeah. So you were on zero for a minute, never fully got on, and then you quit to ride for Palace. <laughs> the opportunity of a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it was an opportunity. It was something there. <laughs> I was on my way to uh, get married in in Europe uh, with my wife, and we stopped off in London to meet Tori just to say hi and visit with him. And and uh, Tori was just, I guess he just started being the team manager for Palace or something, and he like asked me, he's like, "Yo, do you want to get Palace boards? Like, do you want to do this?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, man! Like, that sounds rad." Which was weird. I wasn't really like skating at the time. Like, I was just. <laughs> whatever and i was like hell yeah let's do it fucking pals is dope and yeah and so i got home from the trip and got an email and he was like yeah i can't really do it (laughs) (laughs) he's i i guess he thought he had more pull than he did or whatever and it was just nothing really came from it so and you'd already quit zero at that point well kind of yeah i mean the distributors, you know, they don't. They were still down. They still hooked up the boards. The oh, okay, it's okay. so all good. So they welcomed you back with open arms. Pretty much. You. I kind of. I told them, and then, yeah. I mean, they don't give a shit. You know. Yeah. They just want people to rep the boards. Exactly. It is what it is. I was gonna have to give Tori a hard time for that one, yo. Hey, he tried. At least he tried. Yeah. <laughs> he threw it out there, man. He tried to make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to keep you away from them package deals, man. Was this after a couple pints or what? 
no, I think it was legit. I think it was. Like, <laughs> I think it he was like. He had it. I thought. I think he. Yeah, he thought he was. It was going on. That's <laughs> a funny one. Yeah, it was funny. So after zero and your quick stop off at Palace, you rode. You're riding for Kitch. We just got one question, man. How come Jeff Dermer never turns you pro, dog? What's the deal with that? Well, I think we were talking about it, and he was going to give me a board. But, I mean, I was, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was gonna, it was probably going to happen. I think I just quit too too soon. Oh, she. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you mind telling us the story that involves a stripper in a van with the boys in Edmonton? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about it? We were on a Quicksilver tour, and she was, or she was one of the strippers at the strip club that we went to that night. And like, a couple people got lamp dances from her or something, and she ended up hanging out with us all night. And she came back to the hotel room, and she was fucking partying with us. It was, it was dope. She was cool as fuck. I don't know. <laughs> so how did the hotel room get trashed, man? <laughs> Uh, Who was up to that? Well, I don't know. I, like, woke up. I, like, passed out on the sofa bed, and I was, like, just woke up to, like, screaming and people yelling. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not say. It's a good homie right there, man. Yeah. No snitching. In the yeah. vault. Can you tell us about your first hand job at the White Rock Park on the Hubba? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you manage to pull that one off? Oh, my God. You've been talking to aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. Got a head job on the bench at the skate park. <laughs> I think like I think like Alien was like filming a trick and like I was like sitting like pretty far away. Like the park's pretty big and I'm just like sitting on a bench and this chick's just like you know jerking me off and that's <laughs> the fuck this is broad daylight yeah no it was like dark out man like our skate park was like a part like a party every night at the, mm. like back in the day so we were just like anything know. went it was white party. rock park man yeah it was weird i don't know that's epic yeah. <laughs> someone who showed up at the party out the white rock park man yeah maybe she heard about it a couple towns over she had to come <laughs> check it for herself Listen up the people, this August, Brixton is proud to launch Brixton Denim, a new collection featuring their tested pant pits and classic trucker jacket in premium cone denim. Brixton's initial denim offering includes two different fits, the standard fit, reserve five pocket, which features stretch, and the new relaxed fit, labor five pocket, constructed in rigid denim. Both pants feature custom washes, a button fly, chain stitched hems, belt loop rivet, and custom Brixton hardware. In addition to the pants, you know Brixton had to include a longtime staple, the cable trucker jacket. So yo, get over to Brixton.com right now, peep the line, and get you some. You hit dig, cause you already know me and Donald looking fly as hell in these T-Dot streets. So back in the day we heard you were scared to go to the Ladner Park and also scared of Mike Hasty. Oh my god. <laughs> What's up with that? You know, just being a little kid, going to the skate park and fucking big boys nolly crooking the rails are fucking scary. I don't know. They're vibing you out. (laughs) (laughs) It was intimidating or what? Ah, it's just, I mean, it was, it was what it is. I mean, I was just, just a little kid being scared of like the big boys, like calling you out. I don't know. So nothing went down? Nothing in particular? Not he didn't threaten you? <laughs> little RDS intimidation? Not really, no. Hmm. Those Nolly Smiths just made you uh, want to steer clear, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we hear you were a witness to Swell's Smith grind down the SFU 17 first try. You want to tell yeah. us a little bit about that session? How did he hype himself up for that one? Yeah, that was sweet. Swell's, he just like smoked a joint right before that and just like, he was so nervous that he like skated around like the whole campus like power skated like 
pushed around like and it's a like SFU it's a big fucking campus that he's just like comes back and he's just like sweaty and he's just like I just smoked a joint like motherfucking <laughs> I'm gonna fucking do this and like and like this rail is so gnarly like it's just steep shitty ground and like I don't know he was just he was on it he was so down and he just, just got hyped he, huh he 50 it like second try and then he smith grinded it like first try wow and yeah it was just it was really amazing i mean when swell was like going going for it he was he was pretty awesome to watch skating like it's pretty rad yeah he had that yeah. bag of tricks you know switch 185 and shit yeah <laughs> he was so good at the tricks that he was good at yeah so, so what's up with swell now you keep in touch yeah, I talk to him once in a while. He skates White Rock Park a lot, and he skates the bowl, and he's just kind of just does it. Soul skates, soul skates the park, and loves it. Good to hear, yeah. yeah White Rock Park, man. <laughs> Checking in on swell. Yeah. Why do your homies call you the Oracle? Oh God, I don't know. Cause I'm a fucking spacehead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that is. I think Sasha started calling me that because we're driving around looking for spots like in on some road trip in california and like i was just like i know where i'm going and i just started like we were driving around for hours just like looking for shit that i thought i knew where it was or something <laughs> wow. so it's a and, chirp because you actually were the opposite of an oracle yeah yeah <laughs> so it's kind of where it comes from i like it Tell us a little bit about what it was like filming for Elephant Direct, a classic Canadian New York video by Jeremy Elkin. Yeah, um, Jeremy just asked me if I wanted to start filming for the video. I mean, I didn't really know him at the time. And Tori was living at Mon in Montreal, and I went out there to skate with him, and we did some... Yeah, no, it was good. I mean, we drove down to New York and skated around there. I went to New Hampshire and Vermont stuff like that yeah yeah it was good jeremy's <laughs> cool it's a good filmer we just watched that shared part with tori i think that was my favorite part in the video so we hear you have a gnarly fucked up toe <laughs> <laughs> and that uh it once gave your wife athlete's foot have you taken care of that yet what's, oh my God. what's the deal <laughs> 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 yeah i gotta I think it's from like wearing shoes too small or something like over the years, you know, like it just kind of, it just kind of grew into this like nasty fucking heap of shit on the end of my foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but be careful. I, you might fall off. I've been working on it though. It's, I've been uh, working on getting it better. What has it been diagnosed as? Is a doctor seeing this thing? It's just a fungus, you know, those toe uh -huh. fungus. You know in Toronto they have those fucking nail fungus ads all over the bus stations? Yeah. It's those. Oh, that's not that bad then. That could be healed. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you just got some, some fungus, man. Ain't that big a deal. <laughs> I thought gross. it was something crazier. Maybe like a flesh-eating, toe-eating disease or no, something. Gord just likes to fucking talk about my toe because thinks right. it's disgusting. So your wife... Uh, she got bit with some athlete's foot from this thing one time. You guys are playing footsies or something. Yeah, it only, it only took nine years. <laughs> hey, it's not too bad then. Yeah. You board slid that super gnarly double kink rail, and apparently it got missed. Zach Barton was changing the battery or something and told you to wait up, but you just did it anyways. Were you pissed? What was that sesh like? Oh, uh, yeah, the hubba. Yeah, I know, yeah. He was filming up top, and he had a camera set up down below, but it was just... I mean, it fucking took me forever to try and commit to to doing the whole thing. So, I mean, the battery just ran out. That's it. I mean, Zach was posted up at the top, and the camera was just sitting there, and I just fucking took forever to do it, so... You did it twice in a row, or...? I think I did it, like, sketchy the first time, and then I redid it. But yeah, no, I mean, I wasn't too bent out of shape about it. Epic banger, mate. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a good one. So after riding for Kitsch for a while, you decided to start up your own brand, Jenny Skateboards. What inspired you to start your own board company? Um, 
Vancouver needs it. The West Coast needs it. The skate scene's pretty rad out here. So, I mean, I've just been skating a lot with Gord and Zach, and I mean, they're pretty motivated to to do a project like this and film and make videos and stuff. So, it just works out. Vancouver needs it, basically. You mm -hmm. know, that's kind of it. Can you tell us a little bit about the team selection? It's Mitch, you good homie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Mitch is right dope, now, man. It, Mitch is a good hype man. It's you, Mitch, and, and Zach right now? Yeah. Turn up. Fucking Zach's sick as fuck. I mean, Zach needs to... Zach needs to get out there. I mean, he just—he's so good. He is a, like he can fucking make such a like his street redeeming part was amazing. You know what I mean? And that's yeah, that's kind of all he has. And it's like there's so many Vancouver skaters that kind of need an outlet and need to be need to be out there. So fucking send us your sponsor me tape. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like oh. Speak of the devil. Mitch? Mitch, brother. Yes, <laughs> you're in, you're you're interrupting uh our interview with uh Brad oh. Shepard. Oh fuck, sorry man. Is <laughs> that a quick question? What's that? How much are uh, happy endings in China B? <laughs> what was that? He said, how much are happy endings in China? Because we're going on Monday. <laughs> no comment. I have no idea. But do some research. and. Mitch is going to China? Make sure you have enough pocket change for... Holy shit. Sex tourists. <laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> All right, cool. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Peace. Peace. That's your boy right there, man. Yeah, he's good shit. So, any plans for expansion into the East Coast? Maybe someone inside Studio E. Maybe the ghost could get oh, a, chill, a chill. Jenny box, you know. Guy needs some boards. He's going on a big skate trip. And he's he's ready to get back on the block, man. Yeah. I think I think he needs it. I think he needs I, some I, boards. He needs it. We're, we're speaking about guys needing an outlet. My man right here needs a video outlet, man. Don't let me fucking blush right now, dog. <laughs> let's get you some boards let's get him some boards man S send me a fucking time send me a butt hoodie i need one we, uh, oh oh well then i'm gonna need some boards too you know what i mean <laughs> no i'm playing get the guy some boards we're gonna get you some butt merch right, match right. made in heaven man fair trade so what's next for jenny skateboards you guys launched dropped a little video got your select team what's the plan from here um just do some trips Talking about going to Japan and uh, wow, that'd be cool. And yeah, I don't know. Just keep keep making more product. I mean, keep putting more effort into making more product and yeah, making the vids and shit. Stay That's consistent, good. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just get on that group chat and spitball ideas. There you go. You yeah. guys came out hot. Yo, the promo was dope. Dude, Zach's line was insane. Yeah. His first yeah. line it was amazing. Got that Thrasher bump of pain on Insta. I know, right? Something Mitch has been dying for his whole life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <The> desperation. <laughs> That's dope, man. Looking forward to seeing what you guys cook up. Thanks, man. Uh, loving it so far. Everyone listening in Canada, support Jenny Skateboards. You know what I'm saying? Support oh, yeah. Canada. Send us your sponsor me tapes. <laughs> yeah. Everyone or just Safer? Just no, everyone. The oh, you're, we're speaking everyone. to the people now. How fun is that? Watch us. Where should they? Day. Where should they send it to? One eight hundred Jenny Skateboards. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, Jenny Skateboards. Com. Check their Insta. Send in your tapes, kids. Looking for the next Zach Barton. Fucking a. Ooh. <laughs> so that's what's next for the brand. What's next for you, bro? Uh, just keep skating. Just. Try and skate as much as I can. I mean, fucking get on the board as much as possible. Fucking daily life gets in the way, but cool. do what I can. We know about that. Well, you said fucking the West Coast needs Jenny. Skateboards need need another 
needed a board brand that everyone could get behind. Well, the skate world needs another Brad Shepard part, so let's see it, bro. Amen, dog. <laughs> What do you know? It's time for Rapid Fire with the Ghost. And this week, we brought to you by Crooked Skateboards. Get it straight, y'all. Ride Crooked. The Crooked Skateboards new spring drop features all the dude's signature shapes. Cromer's Gator on his 838 football shape. Ronnie's Bodie Count custom 825. Dan's Smokey Rig, a massive 925 with an adjustable wheelbase. Manderson's Coin 838 and Bobby's Peace War 8.3 twin tail landing in finer skate shops around the world including Valsurf, Prestige, Labor, Jokers and Antisocial. Put some respect on your own name and go get yourself a crooked skateboard. You dig what I'm saying? Let's go. Alright yo Brad you ready to fucking shoot some shots? Maybe some Adrian Lopez might catch it eh? Ooh. Favorite skater? Brandon Westgate. Whoa. Oh, I like it, yo. Favorite video? Welcome to hell. Fav- oh, Adrian Lopez part for sure. <laughs> Favorite video part? John West, Art Bars, Foundation Video. Favorite style? Riley Boland. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? John West. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Rick McCrank. Sick. Favorite trick? All impossible. Hardest trick for you? Late flips. Most illegal trick? Any late flip trick. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Some manual trick. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? Sluggo doing backflips out of a bowl. Sick. Best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? One where I didn't press record. (laughs) (laughs) What's the one trick that got away? Impossible. I tried an impossible 50 on this wall rail and it fucking i couldn't do it i don't know i tried that forever i want to go back and do it Rev, you I'm see still fucking there. jamie thomas my war yeah said he influenced you get back up dude there. i know it's amazing he did that what's the last new trick you learned switch pop shelf nose grind revert Ooh, stevie yeah stevie inspired favorite local brand jenny duh <laughs> <laughs> Favorite local skater? Zach Barton. Damn, you you can't pick one and, and just... <laughs> Mitch is going to take that some type of way. Yeah. Oh, you guys are a family. <laughs> he ain't budging, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? Palace. Fuck. Yeah, Palace. That was embarrassing. <laughs> I felt... <laughs> felt pretty stupid telling those zero... <laughs> Yeah. Your homies. Yeah. I'm on oh, now. I, yeah, I was like, yeah, fuck, I'm getting palace for us. Fuck, I'm doing it. They're like, what? <laughs> no, I'm not. Fuck, whatever. Damn. He should have sent you one massive box just to apologize. I know. I know. I know. He's still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite teammate ever? Alien. Worst teammate ever? Alien. Worst company? Frog? Oh, frog? frog and pizza? Like, fuck. <laughs> you feel on the names? Good I lord, don't even man. Know frog is. Frog's a Euro company, I think. Is it? Right? Okay. Yeah. Worst trend? Fuck. Weed? <laughs> but this shit's legal now. It ain't a trend no more, baby. <laughs> fuck weed, dude. <laughs> That's just it's legal life here. now. That's just I life. I hate it. It's, yeah, I don't know. Weed sucks some shit weed socks yeah i agree with that (laughs) (laughs) worst style tom krauser dude legend he's a legend though tom (laughs) krauser who was it i swear like some of our homies worship that guy really like warren unjin and then tom krauser like calling and shit yeah hey he had the butt style you know yeah Stuck out the chest and the butt. It was like... Oh, yeah. Last person you want on the sesh? Me. Ad- oh, <laughs> fuck, Adrian Lopez. What am I talking about? <laughs> fuck, <laughs> Adrian Lopez. Oh, you guys have something oh. in common, yo. I would yeah. love You're the to last person he wanted on the sesh. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I would love to kick him out of the van. Oh Dude, my God. yeah. Bring him on a Jenny trip and then leave him somewhere. I'd love That'd it. That'd be epic. That's hilarious. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up our interview with Brad. Man, thank you so much for taking some time to do this, dog. Thanks, guys. Welcome back to the post office brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And we got a big announcement this week. Sheep Shoes is back. And this time it's herded by Etnies. Originally created in 1996 as a fun animal friendly brand, Sheep Shoes quickly created a cult following of talented skateboarders, artists, and vegans around the world. This sheep capsule is 100% animal friendly, made with all synthetic materials, and will surely have fans flocking to buy them. Head down to your local skate shop and get your sheep shoes before it's too late. You've got mail. Alright, first up we got an email from Max Morgan. What up, Saifa and Donovan? I love the podcast, but taking a step back, I love Canadian skateboarding. Not looking for a cookie, but I was definitely the only person copying the one copy of Color Mag at the Daytona Beach, Florida, Barnes & Noble growing up. Shout out to you both for keeping Canada in the skateboarding media sphere. My employer just let me know that I am headed to Toronto for a conference near the CN Tower in April. So my question is, besides cooking it at Dunbat and the Hockey Hall of Fame, what can I do with my downtime while I'm in your city? In your podcast, you don't talk too much about food spots, music venues or acts, choice bars that serve steam whistle, of course, or T-Dot culture in general. So what should an adventurous American know before visiting the top of the continent? Sorry to make you play tour guide, but who knows their city better than a skater? Thanks, and congrats on the fantasy titles, boys. Maxi. Real quick, my fantasy title was shit. It was just a Yahoo free league, so thanks for the love, but it, it wasn't a real title. But basketball playoffs are coming up. I'll get one. Two. Yo, you know, years from now, when people are checking the manager comparisons, that one's still going to be there, dog. So don't discount it yet. You might need it later on. Real talk. And two, I think you need to look at the map again, son. This ain't the top of the continent. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is like as yeah. south as it gets for Canada. Massive country. Fucking, we got Northwest Territories and shit out here. It goes on for, for quite a while. But anyways, to answer your question. April, great time of year. Going to have some Toronto teams in the playoffs, hopefully. Yeah, so we're going to set up a little day for you. It's a nice spring day. You already mentioned Dunbat. Uh, you can always start your day there before it gets too crazy and kooky at night. <laughs> if you're staying in the East End, Ashbridge's Bay Skate Park, also fun. Sesh to start your day. Uh, and then, Reggie, for food, you got to go take your ass straight to Maker Pizza. Some of the best pizza we've ever had. And then if, if your wallets are deep, B, you know you got to go peep either Raptors or Toronto Maple Leafs game. They got to be deep, though. You know they're both going to be in the playoffs. And then after the game, nice, easy drinking beer, head over to City Pool. Don't get much better than that. That's all you need, B. If you actually need more, hit us up. But <laughs> that sounds like a perfect day to me. And man, if we had that day, I wouldn't be complaining. All right, next up, we got a voice note from Michael Ruggiero. See what's good. Bunk gang, what's good? This is Mike from New York. Uh, so I've got two questions. The first, what was your favorite video or video part from 2018? The second, isn't really a question. It's, I guess it's a demand. I don't know. I don't want it to be demanding, but I would like to hear uh, your way too early NFL 2019 predictions. Uh, I'm going to go off and say that uh, my Brownies are gonna win 10 plus games, win the AFC North, but get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. Keep the great fucking work, boys. The season's been a barn burner. Peace. As far as favorite parts this year, I'm gonna go with Vince Tuzeri and Blessed. I like it. Style God. I'm gonna go with, I got a couple. <laughs> I'm shocked. A couple surprising ones, uh, but or that I didn't expect to love as much as I did. But uh, Nassim Guamas in the Element video. He's got a cool style, so gnarly. Sean Pablo in the Converse video. And obviously local hometown hero Bobby in the Converse video. 
Nothing but good choices. And then on to your second question, our prediction for this year. I'm going to go out on a crazy whim and say the Patriots win the division and easily get into the playoffs. And on, on an actual limb, I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills return to the NFL playoffs, led by Josh Allen and hopefully free agent signing of Le'Veon Bell. I'm going to say the Colts sign Lev Bell. <laughs> oh, did you just say that? A more likely option than the Bills. The Colts sign Lev Bell, draft a couple nice pieces, and they become more than just a fun regular season team and fucking make some noise in the AFC and get to that championship game. All right, thanks for the voice note, Mike. Next up, we got an email from the good homie, St. Nick Eeks. Ooh-wee, the trade deadline made it fucking pop, boys. The East is so fucking stacked. Can't wait for the playoffs. Who do you guys think were the biggest winners from each conference? My Sixers just made move after fucking move, but I loved all of them in the East. Also, I'll pour one out for your boy Valanchunas. Thoughts on that trade? Question mark. Uh, super stoked on the trade. It's always sad to see you know someone who's been on your team since they were drafted. He's 26. He's been here for a hot minute. But yeah, I'm saying he was bitty ballers. He's. I feel like he's mad. He's 26 now. He's not getting any better. Uh, I mean, not that he's not good, but it's like he's probably plateaued. Yeah. Uh, he's at least his peak. At least for his role on the Raptors. And he's in his prime. Yeah. So. Sad to see him go, but it's great to get a 2015 Defensive Player of the Year slash three-time All-Star slash first-team All-NBA one year as well. Uh, pretty much the highest honor other than MVP. Gas off the bench in the first game, man. He don't care, man. He's just here to win. He's a player. Him and Serge played on the Spain team together. They got that familiarity. There's no beef there on who's starting. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens there, but trade deadline winner. It's too early to say, but Tobias Harris to the Sixers is nice, and he's fitting in nice. But, yo, I might have to go with Miritich yeah, first to thought. the Bucks, man. Now they can play four out, and just Giannis is going to have even more room. You can't really double off Miritich, or you can, but kick it out to him. That's three. Don't kick it out. Giannis is dunking on someone. Brooke Lopez already chilling out there. That was a fun trade deadline. Most of the big names got moved, like, not on deadline day. Imagine that all happened on deadline day. That would have been crazy. But that was a really fun week in basketball. I'm going to say that in the West, the Lakers are the winners for New Orleans not taking that trade. They would have left their cupboard pretty goddamn thin. Four players, two first-round picks. I mean, that's just too much for AD, man. You're going to get them for free, like you guys say you are, eventually. No, but that's the thing. They they can't wait because LeBron's on a four-year deal in his 17th or 18th season. If they had traded those guys, there's no one left. I know, I know. Like, who's even going to play? I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm not responding to that. I'm responding to getting him for free. They can't because AD's under contract next year as well, so they would have to wait a whole another season. LeBron's a whole year older. Like, well, by the looks of it, New Orleans ain't trading them to him anytime soon, so the only time they're getting them is for free. Uh, that works for me. I'm trying to see LeBron fucking not make the playoffs and just fizzle away like my boy Kobe did, sadly. Anyways, thanks for the email, Neeks, as always. Talk to you soon. All right, next up, we got an email from Chris Maples. Hey, Safe and Donovan. What's good, doggies? I wanted to send y'all a skate video I recently put out called Tabula Rasa. It's not long, only 10 minutes. But it's choked full of shredders at a DIY spot we built in North Carolina that was unfortunately torn down too early. I think y'all might really enjoy it. It's not a Dono vision, but I think it's some quality material. I discovered the bunt this past summer while working an internship that I absolutely hated. It was an extremely rigid and unforgiving corporate environment in which I did a bunch of bullshit every day. However, listening to the bunt really got me through those days and motivated me to get this video out. So thank you for being a positive light during that time. Enjoy the video and crack open an ice cold steam whistle to this shit. Best, Chris Maples. Well, no question in there. Forgot to ask a question, but we had to read that one anyways. Just to remind the people, that's why we do this, B. Shitty work day. At least we can distract you for an hour. It's always nice to have a podcast to zone out and uh, forget about the daily struggle. Thanks, Chris, and uh, we'll tune into that vid real soon, you dig? 
All right, next up, we got an email from Pedro Prescott. Hey, my name is Pedro, and I'm a new listener from Hawaii. I want to know what's your guys' opinion on those crazy trap Insta edits with all those hype beast clothes and accessories. I think sometimes they're pretty cool if the tricks are really good and the clothes look good together, but some are just dumb wearing way too much stuff. Have a great day. Safe on Dono. Yo. Pedro from Hawaii. That's God dope. damn. Way different than what we dealing with up here, man. Spreading the bunt word in Hawaii. Love it. Trap edits, man. That's all. That's all you. Hype beast clothes and accessories. What's your first take, say? I mean, fuck. If the skating's good, I can deal with it. But it's just a horrible trend. I feel like every single person we've had on this season has called out those edits uh, with good reason. They're just annoying as fuck, man. It's they're all the same. Mm-hmm. Fuck, way too much slow mo. Unfortunately, the tricks are usually pretty good. That's the other thing. It's like, can we just get a regular little edit? Maybe some different music. I think I figured out how to get them off my algorithm because I don't, I ain't be seeing them much anymore. So just try and do that. When when they pop up, there's a thing you can click that says show less videos like this. <laughs> That's the way out. Instagram, doing it for the people, man. All right, I guess that's it for the post office this week. Send in them voice notes. Yo, where the fuck's our boy, man? Theo? Theo Banks, man. Back for a second, now he's gone. Where you at, man? Shit. I miss you, dog. Thebuntlive at gmail.com. We have successfully made it to another rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. Big week in the NBA. The trade deadline passed just last Thursday. Lots of moves, but I think the biggest one was one that didn't happen, man. AD staying in New Orleans, getting booed on his home court. What's up with his minutes, and how many games is he going to play down the stretch? I don't know, as as you know, but I'll let the people know I drafted him first <laughs> overall in fantasy. Hold on, just stop right there. Would you pick someone else now instead? No, I would pick him again, but trade him earlier, earlier, which I wanted to, but he kept getting these little nagging injuries where it's yeah. like, okay, I'll wait another week. It's... It's tough because he undoubtedly is the number one player in fantasy when he's playing. Yeah. On New Orleans, a team where he has to do it all as well. I had some trade talks, like some preliminary talks going, but then... Let's hear some options. No. Uh. Anyways, uh, well, I just did trade him the other day for Miles Turner. Obviously a huge downgrade. It's a good return, though. But the stress of having AD on a team where... They're looking for any excuse to shut him down for the rest of the year, which they were going to do, but the NBA threatened to fine them $100,000 per game that he sits because you're not allowed to have healthy players resting. One of the new rules. And they're saying they're going to limit his minutes and not play him in back-to-backs, but then he ends up playing the first back-to-back, and he played 33 minutes in his second game, down from 37. So mm-hmm. I might have fucked up if he if he stays healthy the rest of the way. I mean, obviously, I'd rather have him, but I just know as soon as something happens, they're going to be like, all right, you're done. And And it's it's not a risk you can take, especially in weeks when you need all three or four games out of every guy. If he's to miss one of his three games in a playoff week, that's that's huge, man. That's a couple blocks right there that Miles Turner would get you anyways, right? Yeah. Obviously, it hurts to see him put up jumbo lines on someone else's team. Oh, my God. But the headache of having him on your fantasy team is insane. I think he said he wants to play every game the rest of the way. I think he wants to kind of, you know, give it his all in his last year in New Orleans. He has been there for seven years, so Mm -hmm. obviously he he doesn't want to leave on the super sour note. It sucks, though. His teammates wanted him to play. Absolutely. But he's the one who started the sour note. From the beginning of the year, he was talking about how he wanted to leave, and he's been doing everything. He has to play a perfect game in order for them to win. So, yeah, I I, I just think he should have waited till summer. I think he said it now. Hoping to be out by the deadline. Yeah, but hoping to be on the Lakers specifically because mm-hmm. he knew or his agent knew that like Boston has the best assets to trade for him. And they tried to get the Lakers or they tried to do the dead, the deal now so the Celtics wouldn't be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was just a move to try and get him on the Lakers before Boston can get involved. It backfired. And now everyone looks bad. Rich Paul looks bad. His agent Anthony Davis looks bad. Um, oh, yeah. And the Lakers look bad. The Lakers look terrible. But what New Orleans did to the Lakers is it's genius, man. Yeah. No, I mean. Exposed them. 
Yeah, the, the Pelicans look fine. Absolutely. It just sucks. He should have waited until the offseason for sure. Mm-hmm. So knowing what we know now, the Lakers offered two first-round picks, Kuzma, Lonzo, Beasley, and Ingram. And, and, they, and Rondo. And Rondo. And Zubats, I think. <laughs> and they said no. The Lakers can't offer a better package than that. In the summer, when he's able to move to the Celtics, what does a Celtics package look like? Does it start with Jason Tatum? Most definitely. Wow. You're taking Jason Tatum and a probably a first-round pick, maybe another pick and another player over that package from the Lakers? I mean, I got to see the package. I got to see the package. But I'm guessing it'll be some combination of Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, and, Holy and some smokes. picks. That's a lot. But the, the the reason I'm not taking the Lakers package is because we've seen what that team looks like, and they didn't sniff the playoffs last year. Absolutely. I mean, they're another they're a year. Someone older. said I read that somewhere. And it's like they're just trading your team for the Lakers. The Lakers weren't doing much before LeBron got there, anyways. Yeah, and they already have Julius Randle, who went there mm-hmm. last offseason. Oh, off yeah, season. it's the whole Lakers. It's the whole Lakers team <laughs> with two picks. Last year, AD took them to the playoffs with Rondo. Um, and Miritich, and then you want to just—I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a weird one. I, if I'm if I'm the Pelicans, I'm getting myself a Tatum, but I could also see them just trading him somewhere completely random where he doesn't want to go. Yeah, just for like, the one year of torture. Like Kawhi to Toronto was so random when it happened. Kawhi loves it here. He's staying. Um, let's fire through the Eastern Conference. Seems like everybody upgraded except for one team in the race. Starts with the Raptors getting Marcus Soul. Talked about it a bit in the post office, but it's a huge move for the Raptors. It's a win now move. Uh, I've said it before, but I think the only way we have a chance at Kawhi staying is if we make it to the finals because it, it's got to be hard to leave a finals team, especially to go to the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Why would you, you know? I wish we got AD at the deadline somehow, but uh, I think Marcus Gasol is the perfect fit on Toronto. He just plays the right way. We don't have a selfish team at all. Everyone's, I mean, Norman Powell can sometimes just dash up bare bricks. But I also wish that they found a way to get Mike Conley in that trade as well, though. Mike Conley over Lowry, say, I say think. Say bye to be, Lowry. I believe so. That'd be so harsh to Lowry because they they both uh, were drafted by Memphis and played together. And they had to make a decision when they were both super young and they chose Conley. Shipped Lowry to Houston where he had a career year at the time and was an all-star snub in the West, which is huge. Uh, And then when we got him, I was like, yo, this guy's a real one. But then to... He is a real one. Absolutely. But like eight, nine years later to again... Swap the two names. Conley. Yeah. uh, That'd be fucking savage. Uh, I, I love Lowry. I want him to... I want us to have some real success with him. Like, I know he's had his moments of struggles in the playoffs, but decompressing. I'd be so happy to see him. I wish DeRozan was somehow here too. I just want Lowry to. I want us to have a nice postseason run. I guess he deserves that. Next up, the Bucks went out and got Nikolai Miritich after they made easy work of us last week, adding another perimeter player. Man, are they easily the best team in the East? Bro, they didn't even give up anything. I mean, they traded Thonmaker to Detroit, but he was barely in the rotation anyways, and they just pick up a sharpshooter. Uh, not what we wanted to see. Definitely not. But you know what? The Bucks are another team that I support. You know? Like, oh. I, I'm just ha- like a small market team. Absolutely. Giannis is fucking... I mean, he's still young, and you know how players after a certain amount of years... If they're not winning, they're like, all right, get me the fuck out of here. And don't you just like when a team that's not always so talked about does so well? In the summer, it was all Celtics and Sixers with a little sprinkle of the Raptors. And the Bucks quietly did their thing, kept their core, and now adding Miritich. People still don't talk about them, man. It's crazy. That's Yeah, that's exactly it. I love when teams that the media doesn't focus on forces you to talk about them. Yeah. Like, yo, put some respect on the Bucks' name. Put some respect on the Raptors' name. Like, they barely talked about us last season. Oh, yeah. And we were first. By a mile for most of the season. But maybe it's because they knew we were going to get swept by that bitch ass. Dude, that fucking running jumper over OG. I have (laughs) nightmares about that. So, we'll talk about them real quick. The Sixers went out and added Harris. They got a big four now, and they're intent on keeping the big four. But the bench is light, man. What's that going to do in the playoffs? I got to stop you right there. Everyone's been saying this big four shit, disrespecting 
JJ Redick, who's averaging 18 points per game quietly mm-hmm. in his, I think this is like his 12th or 13th season, career high in points. Wow. That's a testament to his, he's a fucking hard worker. He's That's one what of you're those, saying, we should refer to them as the big five? Bro, they got the second, the, fab five? the second best starting lineup in the entire NBA, in my opinion, yeah. after the Warriors. There's no weak link. Maybe JJ defensively, but he's still a good team defensive player. He's not a lockdown guy, obviously, but he's averaging 18. Butler's averaging 19. Tobias, 20. Embiid, 27. And Simmons, 17. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about the bench, though. I know what those guys can do. What, what are they going to do in tough game? They got to pull someone off the bench. What if someone goes down? Heaven forbid. Don't wish that on anyone. But they're looking hella thin. Well, they picked up some low-key guys, too. In the Tobias deal, they got Boban, who's backing up Joel now over Amir Johnson, it looks like. They got Mike Scott, who's a solid 3 and D guy. And they got Jonathan Simmons from the Magic. From Orlando. And that might be maybe one more That's who guy. came back in the Fultz trade. Simmons? No, that, yeah, Simmons. Wow. And then Boban and Mike Scott came from the Clippers. But, man, you know when the playoffs come, they're only going to be playing eight, nine guys, ten max. And some of them are, again, single-digit minutes. Yeah, I think I think they'll be fine. And uh, So I, you're saying a little bit of load management along the way will help them out quite a bit. And they're, they're definitely – there's a bunch of studs in the bio uh, market this year, so I'm sure they'll pick up a free agent. A free agent. Sixers looking good. That's another team uh, I'd like to see do well. I, like I want them to play each other, the Bucks and the Sixers. Yeah, I, I want to avoid them. <laughs> Let, let's get the Pacers, who are fucking feisty. Don't get me wrong. They'd be winning hella games with El Depot. So one team we usually don't talk about too much, the Celtics. They didn't do anything. Stood pat, stuck with their team. Morris came out saying that they're not having fun over there. The Celtics seem like... I wouldn't say a sinking ship, but they're losing steam. They're weird, man. They'll like win three or four games in a row, and you're like, they figured it out, and then they'll lose to like a shitty team. Or <laughs> they lost to the Lakers at the buzzer. Crazy. That's play. A, that was a tough one. Um, Rondo. I think they just lost another game right after that. Who? The Clippers came back from down. Oh, 26 or something. Eight. Wow. I think. Well, one one team came back later that day from down 26. Maybe the Sacramento Kings. Anyways, huge loss. Yeah, that's when that quote came out. It's too late in the season to be hearing quotes like that, man. Why even let that out, man? After the game, motions are high. That's when you got to be your quietest, man. Yeah, I don't know. They're an interesting one, but all they need is you see you'll see them blow out some teams and just go on a little hot streak. Like if they can find that that fire come playoffs, they'll be tough to deal with. But if they're if they're not playing together still, uh, it's gonna be an interesting off season with all these weird Kyrie quotes and shit. Who knows where he's gonna end up? Yeah. So back to the Sixers for just a quick sec. They've given up on Markel Fultz, shipped him to Orlando. Is Markel Fultz going to go down as one of the biggest busts of all time with the likes of Anthony Bennett? <laughs> you know, Anthony Bennett's lighting up the G League. Uh, I don't think so. He's so young. This is his second year. I think that next year, I think next year we'll see. Maybe he doesn't live up to being a number one pick, but I, like he dropped Find a, a triple-double last year. Yeah. It was funny. He started playing games towards the end of the season last year and then no minutes in the playoffs, right? From the sounds of it, it's half physical and half, half mental. mental. I, it's probably 60-40 mental. Yeah, and benching him in the playoffs definitely probably didn't help his mental. He's just no. starting to fucking feel good. Get a feel for the game, the NBA level. Uh, but, yo, new team. Obviously, they believe in him. They're going to like support him as much as they possibly can. In every, every opportunity way. in the world. Make him feel like that number one pick again. He's got, like, what, 30 games? He's going to be playing... Well, some he, meaningful minutes is he okay right now no he, he's still there's no timetable for his return so whether he plays or not this year i think next year he's coming in with that killer mentality you know that that revenge feeling like yo they D'Angelo gave up on me. russell yeah d'angelo russell all-star like i think we might see another version of that i'd like to see i that. hope because you never want to see someone fizzle out no. anthony bennett styles so something you never like to see one of our boys harrison barnes traded mid-game from the Dallas Mavericks, but he's joining a couple of your buddies. How do you feel about the ad for your Sacramento Kings? I actually, I like it a lot. Harrison Barnes was forced to be the guy in Dallas for a couple years after Golden State, right? 
putting up them empty numbers, not making the playoffs, just, you know, 19 points per game and not much else. Two and three. Not shooting the greatest percentage. But now you put him on a team chasing a playoff spot with young dudes. He doesn't have to shoot as much. I think he had 12 points in his first game. Mm -hmm. He's used to that, though, coming off the championship Warriors. If he's your third option. That's where he was his best. Exactly. Way more efficient. Can focus on defense more. I like it. I like it. I hope the Kings make the playoffs, man. They're fun to watch, and I'm happy for Harry B. But, yo, one more thing I wanted to touch on was, do you see LeBron's post after the Harrison Barnes? Yeah, thing? he was upset, and a lot of other NBA players were upset that that is allowed to happen. This is something I, I've talked about before, I think, last season maybe, but I fucking, I just hate, it's basically what LeBron was saying, when a player wants to leave, they're, they're not loyal, they're fucking this, they're that. Like everyone rips the player to shreds. KD mm -hmm. still be called, still being called a snake. He put in his time and waited for his second time being a free agent with OKC. You might not like the destination, but there's nothing wrong with him picking where he wants to go. Mm -hmm. I hate looking at Instagram comments. People just rip on players so hard, but never rip on organizations. The man was traded during a game. And the whole AD thing, everyone's calling out AD for asking for a trade. Meanwhile, they're openly trying to trade. Harrison Barnes came there in the, in the free agent market. He chose yeah. that place to play and to get that type of disrespect. No, but it's, I'm just saying back to the Pelicans. It's like AD has to be traded. Oh, it's a big deal. Like, fuck AD, blah, blah, blah. At the same time, the Pelicans are openly trying to trade Julius Randle and Miritich <laughs> at the deadline. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just... It's pretty ass backwards. It, it's, uh, it, but it's it like, as a fan, what are you going to do? What You're going to be mad at your organization? No, but that's what I'm saying. Is it's That's, it's the, not that's the, the backwards part. I understand it for anyone living in New Orleans who supports them, but I'm. it's like everyone. Everyone jumps on any player oh, who yeah. leaves. You know, it's not, you know, all those comments on Instagram aren't just people from New Orleans. No. It's like everyone's just looking for someone to hate looking on. Looking for a bad guy. Social media This sport. week's bad guy. But yeah, these I, the one quote I liked with was Anthony Davis's dad saying he doesn't want his son to play for Boston because look at what they did to Isaiah Thomas. No loyalty. Yeah, played his heart out. His sister dies. That is one of the saddest things. And it still trying money. to get back into the yeah into the lineup. So yeah, it's just one of those things, man. Don't be hating on the players. Don't be so quick to hate on the players. These organizations are ruthless too. Yeah, players we saw just, it firsthand here with the Rosen, man. Yeah. The players are just leveling the playing field, man. Everyone's got to look out for themselves. So one guy talking about bad guys made his way back into the media this week. LeVar Ball oh. showed himself. He kind of hid like Theo Banks did for a little bit there. But with the greatest quote of the week stating that Lonzo Ball is better than LeBron James, the type of confidence that this man has in his sons <laughs> is just unreal. I keep saying if you get all three of his sons on any team, <laughs> championships the phoenix suns baby you might get your wish yeah fuck that would have been so funny to see lonzo get traded like his dad's already putting shit out there that if he goes to the pelicans like they want a third team in the deal go to phoenix he's psycho but it's kind of funny having him back i heard some like bill simmons was talking about rumors that like uh the lakers must have paid him to be quiet for most of the season and then oh, as soon as his son's in trade talks then he starts opening his mouth again because he's like yo fuck i ain't staying quiet no more uh who knows but yeah lavar's jokes delusional yeah don't go away for too long man we need you around someone's got to put him on their panel <laughs> who's loose enough to do that i don't know but it'd be worth it and this weekend saw the start of a brand new football league the Alliance of America Football League looking to take some viewership on Sundays while the NFL is off. I'm just wondering if anybody out there has the connects for me and Safer to get a tryout. He's a nice looking wide receiver. He's got an arm on him too. He could pull a little Julian Edelman and uh, I could play some tight end. So if anybody out there has the connect, we're looking for a tryout. Damn, yo, the AAF. That doesn't roll off the tongue nice, man. They should have come up with a better fucking name. <laughs> And on that note, we ain't got time for this anymore. It's over, baby. Episode 5, Season 8. Damn, B. Peace out, y'all. Another one in the books. Later.